what kind of headphones are those, Kate? Because usually um, people's audio sucks, but yours is pretty good. They're they're Bose headphones. Oh, okay. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're good. Yeah, that mic is spot on. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Nice. Well, cool. We were going to sound check you, but that is the sound check. That yeah, sounds you're fine. good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. uh, wow. What? I guess we just cheers. get started, huh? Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Will made us uh, Cosmos over here. Oh, you guys. That's so fancy. It's closer to like a Cape Codder kind of situation <laughs> where it's like, eh, we don't have triple. Is it triple suck or Grand Marnier? Grand Marnier. Missing. No one has that. Not going to get it. So. Yeah, I mean, we're all just doing the best that we can. I mean, I'm drinking, <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking wine out of a can, which is I'm pretty excited about this. Oh, um, amazing! Yeah, I got like a nice little six, a little sixer variety mm. pack since I don't really need to just be drinking a whole bottle of wine by myself. So, <laughs> yeah, Ooh. well, well, don't talk to us about that. It's become something of a habit. <laughs> oh, it's seven o'clock. It's drinking time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kate, you know what's weird about this call is for. It's weird to be doing it on the podcast because for complicated reasons, I I feel like I haven't seen you, Corona aside, in like four months or something. Is that possible? Like, yeah, because I think the last time I saw you was at Ray's holiday party, both of you guys. Oh my that God, tracks. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a long time ago. But yeah, I'm very happy to see you. We've been effectively social distancing for, <laughs> for half months. a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, like, in this way, I feel very, like, kind of in my element. Like, I'm, I like going out and being with people, but I'm, like, very content to just kind of, like, hunker down and be inside and just sort of, like, nest and that sort of thing. So I'm not, like, I'm not having, like, the stir crazies, really. Oh, Oh, just wait. Well, you know, we talked about that a little bit with Alan on the big, like, spectacular episode because, you know, artists are all, like, indoor kids, right? I feel like on some level we're we're all a little bit better uh, prepared for this than most people. It's not that bad to be alone a lot, you know? Yeah, totally. And I feel like... I don't know. Like, are you are you guys making work right now? Uh, interesting. I'm trying to, but it's not taking the form of paintings at all. Uh, in yeah. fact, in fact, for me, it's like mess- mostly messing around with this Zoom recorder and like trying some audio stuff. And then I've been taking oh. I've been taking Polaroids around the house because I've had an old pack of peel apart Polaroid film in the fridge for like two years. And why not use it? Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Will? I'm trying not to crank out all the things because everything's ready. And I'm like, well, I could just do this all in three days and then be totally fucked. Yeah. 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 Are you going over yonder into Massbeth? I mean, like, I am not really. I don't know. I like, I've gone over, but I just like went and drew last weekend Mm because I I just, I don't know. I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm in the headspace to make work and I not like not that it feels pointless or whatever but it's just like I remember feeling this way after the election in 2016 and just being like okay well like this is maybe it is like a bit of malaise but just like not just like not having that specific energy to like make my photos you know like yes because you're just um, like what's the point like it's is it that level of like uh, or is it a like different, a, uh, a little bit, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't totally, I don't totally know what it is. Like, I feel like my creative energy is coming out in like 
like baking or like, you know, like I'm doing a sourdough starter like every other asshole oh in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm just like doing this like living off the land thing in my apartment, like growing scallions and like researching how to make yogurt and like all of that dumb shit that I'm just like, oh, this is like this is like feeding this urge to kind of create in a way, but you're living your best Alice in Roman life. Yeah. Wait, I don't get that reference. Alice in Roman. The yeah, cookbook author lady does all those like, I'm an irreverent cook in Brooklyn. Hmm. Oh God. It's okay. I didn't get it either. But yeah, Kate, I, I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. Cause like, I know I just said, I've been doing photos and stuff, but like I feel the energy coming out in very different ways. I think p part of the reason for doing like uh, something image based is that I do want to keep that like side of my brain working or something, but it doesn't feel um, as thoughtful as usual or like as directed at all. It's definitely just like a task to occupy me, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's like I need, I need like a project or something, you know, and not that like, I feel like my art practice is more of like a it's kind of like a bigger amorphous thing, you know, and I just like am having trouble, I don't know, sitting inside something like that right now. So who yeah. knows? Every day is different. So we'll see, yeah, we'll see no, what I happens. Know. But I, I will tell you, I'll just be straight up. I had a bad day, like emotionally, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, nothing happened to me, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be an elephant in the room unless I just say it out loud. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm in a dark place today. I feel like that's been my thing is like, I I'm either pretty contented on, on a certain day, but another day it's just like, I don't know. I get wrecked and, and then I get deeper into reading the news or like looking at posts Shouldn't and it like makes that. it so much worse. Shouldn't do that. But it's been one of those yeah. days. This is like, I, I imagine this is what living in Seattle is like. Where you're just like, everything's bad all the time and it's rainy and dreary and, uh, let's listen to Third Eye Blind and, um. <laughs> well, I, you know, I did learn about a thing recently called the Seattle Chill. Ugh. Like, apparently, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> apparently Seattle's social scene is notoriously icy. Like, people will make plans and just totally bail or, like, you'll meet new friends and they'll say we should hang out and then like just never, i love this process keep going i know never i'm like i that. feel like i do that <laughs> yeah yeah well but you know in new york there's some consequences to that i feel like there is like a yeah. more of a vibe here of like trying your best to be on time trying your best to like follow through on your social engagements and stuff but i guess in seattle it's like the community accepts that that's the status quo hmm. and that newcomers there have a really hard time adjusting to like or not taking it personally when people like constantly bail on you or just are late or whatever you know yeah huh. yeah it is it is kind of like a because i don't know i'm also i'm like very affected by the weather and it does sort of feel like a a kind of like mega intense rainy day sad like when i have like kind of those like darker days it's like you're just there's like this rain cloud over you all day and it is like the first thing you do and to do is kind of like gobble up the news or just sort of like you know because it's hard to sort of see outside of that that headspace but I don't know I've had like similar ups and downs it's kind of like you know some days I'm fine and then some days like some days I'm like really happy and then I feel like guilty about that like right. I like Ooh. I'm like because <laughs> I'm like wait it's like you can't this is like this is too much um but yeah 
I don't know. I think it's like, I think everybody's having like fucked up days. And I think it's good to just be like, yeah, I feel like really weird today. And that's just, you know, that's just like what it is. Yeah, it it feels like a relief in some ways because it's easier to be honest about everything. Like, oh yeah. There's totally. there's really no there's really no reason to like hide behind any of my usual impulses. Like you can't. Like I'm in the no. same room with this guy all day and then, <laughs> you know, we do the show or whatever, but that, it's like you got you got to just be forward. It's easier that way. Yeah, like is this putting um has this pandemic put any sort of strain on your relationship or like are you having any sort of like new fun arguments or like is it bringing you closer together or like what's happening? I, I want Will to answer this question first. <laughs> uh I heard that this is the phrase that I knew it was going to be long. It it's a uh, you're not trapped in here with me. What 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 is it? I, I quoted uh, Rorschach from Watchmen to Will and said, uh, you're not, uh, uh, I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. So there's wow. that, um, <laughs> you know, but you just like pick separate corners and like, yeah, we've been, it's fine. Yeah. we've been doing a lot of that. Like, like just hanging out on opposite sides of the space, whether we're in the same mm-hmm. room or not, like just, yeah, I think everybody's probably doing that, whether it's a romantic partner or whatever, like you have to just establish like a privacy somehow. Totally. Um, but my like general response to that would be, I actually, I hadn't thought about that question until now, how it's affected us. I think we're on the same, it's been the same kind of. Yeah, there's been yeah. mo- it's been more exposure but that's a long way of saying i think we're dealing with it pretty well honestly i also just nap throughout the day so i just go back to being unconscious so it, it doesn't really bother me <laughs> like and like if think about it like you can't like the whole idea of like being stuck inside like together with someone for a really long time is like well what are you gonna do you can make yourself a more crazy no i'd rather not right so yeah yeah but you know what it's definitely made me more aggressive because i have nobody else to talk to outside of like texting people or whatever so anytime an idea pops into my mind i like run into the room and basically (laughs) yell it at will while he's like trying to do something else i was reading about how to like make dashi and he's like all right so everything's delayed with payments of unemployment i'm like I was trying to chill. You need to shut the fuck up right now. I don't have time for this. Uh, yeah, I don't have. I don't have. I have a, time. I don't have energy for this. I, I don't have a good sense of other people's boundaries, especially with Will, because our, our comedic dynamic is like abuser and abusey. Mm. So yeah, sure. I, I, I tend to forget that it's supposed to be a bit. Yeah. Well, maybe Will needs to set better boundaries. I mean, maybe this is like a larger boundary conversation. How I don't know. You. I like where this is going. Uh. <laughs> No, the boundaries are I look up over my glasses and go, walk away from me right now. (laughs) Non-verbally, just like, what? Go get high. Go get a little high. Go away from me. Yeah, that is his frequent recommendation when I'm really on one is he's like, yeah, go take an edible or something. That seems like a good way to cope, you know, just to kind of like a good way to regulate the nervous system. I feel like that's what it's, that's what this has been, has just been like, just constant, like, nervous system regulation yes. you know what i mean so am i like really amped up like okay do i have to like do yoga or have a glass of wine or am i just like you know can't peel myself off the couch so i need to kind of like get up and do something that's like a little more you know 
high energy you're constantly adjusting like the faders like like it's audio or whatever and you got to figure out what's gonna bring it down or bring it up appropriately yeah exactly yeah Yeah. totally what's your like day-to-day look like then are you like going for a run and then like nap time and then i don't know like what are you doing for your own mental sanity well well when i'm not spending hours researching how to make um lactose free yogurt (laughs) in my instant pot um (laughs) I I don't know. I've I've still been working. So like that is like during the weekdays kind of keeping the same hours, which is like it's nice to have that structure, but it's also weird because there's this part of it where everyone is just kind of like it's like, yeah, we're all we're all working. We're doing and it's like nothing matters. So it's like very weird to kind of be in that the liminal space, space of what's going on here on this day. Right. And it's like, are we going to have jobs next week? Like, I don't know. You know, yeah, so it's right. just like, that's like, I don't know. So basically I get up and I do this like meditation group every weekday morning. So that's like a half an hour. Um, and then I'll just like have coffee and breakfast and um, really try and put on like, I don't wear like normal clothes in the house. Cause I like I think that's bullshit. Like, you know, actually fully getting dressed. I have like my nice work spandex that I wear. <laughs> like, so it's like, I have to separate like my, my pajamas and like my, you know, um, yeah. And then I, I, I go to work and then I don't know. I like at night, I usually like talk to friends or do some sort of workout class or like right. cook dinner, yeah. but it's pretty, like, it's pretty simple. You know, yeah. like it's pretty pared down. Can I ask you a really basic bitch question about what it's like to work from home? We don't have to say where you work if you don't want to. So just keep, yeah. just keep that in mind. But uh, like how how does a nine to five look working from home in that respect? Like, are you on a Slack channel? Is it constantly communicating or do you just have to check in like at 11 and two and five and like make sure it's all where it was before? I like don't understand how that works because when I w- I got furloughed obviously, but when I was working from home, it meant nothing to me. I couldn't do anything. Right. Like yeah. the, I guess I guess a good thing is that I can work, except for the photo based work that um, I do. Um, I can do most of like my data asset management stuff from here, like from my laptop or from anywhere. So. It's like I do have meetings and like check-ins with my boss, but she's pretty chill. Like I think everybody's just kind of like we're all doing the best that we can. And if you need to like take hours to go do something, then that's fine, you know. So right. it's like um, – and I had worked from home before this whole thing. So it's like I kind of like did it and like there was a structure for it. But um, no, it's not like it's not like constant – communication i think that would drive me fucking crazy yeah yeah, definitely Uh, Um, it's like the uh, work from home slack channel is like the group chat that won't die and you you can't send any funny memes to it or like make fun of anybody sucks you're just like hey becky can you send me that email and becky's like fuck off i don't have time for those Yeah, but I don't know. It's funny. It's weird, like, having... I work with, like, a real ragtag crew. Like, I feel like the photo department is always, like, a really, like, fun mix of people. And, like, um, it's just seeing 
like having a zoom meeting with your coworkers and just kind of like seeing everybody's houses and like, right. you know, what, what people are wearing and, you know, like, I don't know, my boss showed up the other day in like a tiger costume. Cause she was like dressing up with her kid and she was just <laughs> like, this is what it is. And I was like, that's great. You oh know? My God, that's so, fine. I mean, I, I put on button down for the first time in like 16 days. Cause I was like, a, I need you look to, great. I need to make sure that my pants fit because real concern. <laughs> and other thing, it's like I wanted to feel like a human because like I don't yeah. feel like a human in like swishy shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in my nature to be that way. That's like the depression clothes. And I'm like, no, yeah. okay, I have to like. <laughs> yeah, this morning when it, when I emerged from my room, uh, well, I guess we should just debut it now. Will got furloughed too yesterday. Oh, so, Will, fuck. Uh, so uh, I come out of my room this morning and he's wearing his button down shirt and he's like on his laptop in his usual position where he was working. And I was like, are you are you working right now? Like, what are you? <laughs> but it was just it was just the cope of wanting to feel like a human and put on the the button down. I sometimes and also it's like, I don't know, I don't own that many T-shirts. So like that's a lie. But I don't want to burn through them and then have to do laundry. Mm, yeah because then yeah. that's like running in throwing a bag of clothes at someone being like ah, i'll be back bye take my money and then i'm running out like I yeah are you guys going outside like what's your into the world sort of situation um i am going outside extremely rarely yeah. Ma- maybe once every three days for a trip to the bodega or something um, okay but we're running into a situation where like i stocked up big time like when this was less serious on groceries and stuff. And now I, I have no choice but to go out in a serious capacity pretty soon. But yeah. um, I, and I also run once a day, but it's like not far from here. And I try mm-hmm. to do it in the morning when it's less busy, but like, yeah, no, I'm literally never leaving. Oh, I go to my, my studio shed. Yeah. Cause it's an out, it's not a big studio building. So you right. can like, it's like, eh, I run into like Seaburn and that's it. Right. Well, and you and you drive, so right. you're not yeah. like out on the street. It's way different to walk around. Yeah, walking around is creepy. It is creepy. It freaks me out. I need to like. I need to get over it. I feel like I'm like. I'm just like too scared right now. You know what I mean? And I think that's not like a healthy kind of space to be in long term. But no. Uh, yeah, you know what? But like, I don't know. I hate to be a doomer, but I think your fear is warranted. I, like, like we had a pretty harrowing walk yesterday it was the first time we'd left together and we just like went to get wine and seltzer and stuff and like the vibes on the street when you get too far from home because we went to a less than usual place a lot of our bodegas and stuff are closing i don't know about you it's like it's starting to get more and more difficult to get resources close so we went kind of farther than usual and like it's not a good scene because like where there are still places open they're more crowded than they should be not everybody's social distancing at all like you know I don't have a mask or any PPE, so it feels extra weird. Everyone's viewing each other with suspicion. I mean, I feel like we are on kind of like a knife's edge right now where if it gets any worse too quickly, uh, going out on the street is like, it is going to be literally dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Well, (laughs) I know. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. What's, what was that? That's the soundboard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the Mister Bill. It. Oh no! Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Um, are you like? Wait. Are you making these sounds custom, or is that just like a? That is so much effort. That's so nice of you to think that I actually put effort in instead of installing well, a free sorry, app. Well, I'm sorry. Do you not have time to do that? I just feel like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do. I don't have the uh, want to do that yeah, is the real fair. different thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a question of effort in Will's case uh, or time. It's just, you know. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have literally no will to do that. So, no. Um, so, in happier news, have you... Uh, Tiger King thoughts, feelings? Okay, I... Or have you avoided it, like, for I sanity? Like, I feel like what's happened with Tiger King is that too, there's too many memes and too many people are talking about it, so I don't want anything to do with it. Like... Yeah, I'm fair. sure I would. I don't know. It's just like I should have watched it like a week and a half ago, and then I'm sure I'd be like all over it. Yeah. But I just like I don't know. If I don't get in with something, then it's like you have all these people telling you to watch it, and yeah. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Have you guys seen it? Um, I I remember nothing. Yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> we had it on on in the background while we played Monopoly, so like I know images from it, but I actually wasn't paying attention at all the entire time. Yeah, I mean, with Monopoly, you really have to... That's, like, a hard focus. Listen, I can't even count dice, so, like, it's yeah. really hard for me. It's so... I, I mentioned this really quick on our last episode, but it's worth, like, I don't know, bearing it out and explaining it. You know, Kate, where, like, the late-night shows will have this on-the-street segment where they have millennials try and read, like, an analog wall <laughs> clock and they can't do it? Yeah. Well, Will has exactly the same affliction with dice. He can't read the dice. Wait, can I tell? Can I admit something that's in that same vein? That's very, very embarrassing. Yeah, but absolutely. I feel like this is like a safe space. Is that like? So I've been doing all these workout videos and stuff, just being at home, and I can't like. I don't know the sides of my body in terms of like left and right. Like, there's just like whatever synapse or whatever like yep. causes that. I'm just like. I'm like making L signs with my hands, I like while do I'm that. doing these workout videos. It's just like I can't. It's just it's just like never gonna happen for me. So I have I get to do it. that when I drive. Like take a oh, left geez. turn, and I'm like, yeah. state okay. of New York, please take Same. away his license. <laughs> Both you just of you. drive like this. It's yeah, fine. just like palms up. Like uh, I think I can. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, so wait. I was gonna ask. Like you don't. That doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're like looking at a webcam, and there's this all these like major reversals it's just an innate thing i mean that makes it way worse like yeah. if i'm looking and i'm like but that's her side of, it's like that just is like but even if someone's saying anything like like lifts up your right leg i'm just like do i have a right leg like what's you know it just it doesn't align for me at all you're supposed to just do it but you have to look at it first to be like yeah yeah that's the right one that's the right one all right <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah i wonder if there's a name for that like like it's like proprioception dyslexia you know? Yeah, totally. That totally. is not a word. Proprioception <laughs> is a word, yes. In, in fact, you have more senses than five. <sighs> what? Yeah. It, Wait, it what is that word? Proprioception refers to, like, your um, your interior sense of balance and, like, uh, body awareness, like your mass in the world. Okay. Yeah, that's. I have a problem with that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And there's there's more I don't know all the terms, but there's more sense terms like that that are like it's been discovered relatively recently that you have more than five physical senses that are distinct. Whoa. Do you think it's because you're a photo person and you're constantly thinking about like reverses and negatives and positives and because when I like did a lot of screen printing, I couldn't I could I flipped everything in my brain and I was like, Ugh! 
I feel like if we're being like very kind to me and like writing my like artist biography, like that's what we might say. But like (laughs) I don't know. Your wall text is very fluffy. Yeah. All right. Does that come into conflict with other areas of your life? Like you gave the workout video example, but is there anything else where like it's a constant struggle? I guess driving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not like left and right is not often called into question because it's like. I don't know if I'm like walking somewhere, I know where I'm going. I guess like driving is a little, yeah, it gets a little hairy with driving, but like, I don't know. Also, I feel like with this, everything is really stripped down and quiet. So it's like all those weird things. Like I've never thought about that before. It's like kind of coming up, you know? So who knows? It's like everyone's just a little high all the time. And we're like, (laughs) I never thought about that about myself. Yeah, exactly. It does. It does feel like that way to me, literally. Huh. I don't know. I, I listen. I cried today watching a piano video. Oh, Camper, so, that's great. By the way, you guys should all check out this guy Elu. He does covers of other people's songs, but he's like a jazz pianist that works at an incredible level. It's amazing. Whoa, you should check so it out. Cool. He does things like he'll reach inside the piano and like play it like percussion by like plucking plucking the different Whoa. strings inside or like beating his hand on it so he's doing the instrumentation of an entire band but just with him and the piano it's oh, incredible and he did he did heartbeats by the knife and i was just like weeping i couldn't handle it did you feel better after you cried a hundred percent yeah that was yeah. not long before we started <laughs> recording this and I, I think that was like uh, unconscious on my part but it's clear to me now yeah, maybe you just need like a good like a good cry playlist on YouTube to really sort of drum it up if you're in like a if you're in like a dark place. Totally. Huh. Yeah, because well, I Jesus, now we're getting d- deep into my psychology, but <laughs> I cried right before that because I watched a, a video of a nurse that had to quit her job because they weren't supplying PPE in like a COVID ICU. Oh, and so I went I went from one type of cry to another, like desperation to like transcendent. Yeah. It's there are a lot of different, a lot of different cries because I feel like I've been like you know crying sporadically. I've been rewatching Parks and Rec and like that. Ooh, those are good cries. Makes me, they're like I'm like French. It's like cries about friendship and yeah. like people that love each other. So that's like a nice, that's a nice cry, but that's not gonna like bring anything up. You know, like that's just like a that's not like an excavation cry the way it sounds like this. Yeah, yeah, that's like a purely cathartic cry in the lightest possible sense of that term. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just letting something out, right? Excavation cry. That is a, that's an interesting (laughs) phrase. What title? What is, uh, yeah, that's the title of that. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> you might well, be the I first. just like it better when I imagine that you have recorded all of the sounds. <laughs> like you've somehow made your voice do that, so I'm just going to continue. Okay. To Actually, I that. could do. Ooh. We Ooh. should get Will like a Bane style mask that has the soundboard <laughs> in it, so he can just alter his voice. Yeah. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, get you like basically like a PPE mask, like a respirator, but it's a, but a voice modulator. <laughs> He's going into his bag for something now, and it's scaring me. I was born in the darkness. I don't know that movie. I don't know any... Whatever. But this this lovely uh, Shibori will be my uh, mask, my public mask. That's good. Yeah, yeah. 
Of course you're of course you're doing it in fashion. I appreciate that. <laughs> it was imported from Japan by a friend. Hi. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh man. Fuck. Fuck. Um, um go ahead. No, I didn't have anything. You go. Oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to host you have to host. also. You have to host. <laughs> I <laughs> You can't just th- you can't just throw it to the guest and be like, "What you got?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, sorry. I was, I was, I was just having a euphoric uh, laughing moment, and I lost my train of thought. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, well, that's nice. Now we you... can all take a moment to like feel guilty about it. Like, <laughs> this is interesting. Wait, Ka- are you Catholic in Oregon? Yeah, of course. Okay. High five. High five. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> that's got to be it because I'm telling you, I, we were just talking about this earlier today, Catholicism in general, and just joking about it. But I'm telling you, yeah. I don't get that guilty thing. I it doesn't. If I'm feeling happy, it's like thank God. Yeah, oh. that's great. I mean, that's amazing. That's I like think, a superpower. We don't have that. I know. I don't. I don't think I feel. Uh, I don't like have heavy heavy guilt shame in like general but i think with this specifically and it's yeah i don't know well it really it's like sorry go ahead it really it really clarifies the privilege of anybody's situation i'm not yes. accusing you of that but that's just like i think that's true of everybody myself included you know and i don't know the interesting thing to me about the guilt dynamic with catholics is that it doesn't seem to be an actual feeling a lot of the time so much as just a way of like it's the impending dread on your shoulder at all times what are you talking about oh okay all right well i'll stand corrected but i i just mean it seems like it's more like a rhetorical device to describe a feeling rather than a feeling itself yeah it's true because i think it's like the way it sort of has come out is like well Yeah. So it's like, you're really happy. And then you like feel, then you feel this like shame or you feel bad, or maybe you feel like angry at somebody else who is like, you think is not handling this situation in the way that you would. And then you're just like, Oh, actually I'm just sad. You know what I mean? It's like, there's always some kind of core thing that's under all that other bullshit, you know? And it is shame based. Shame is the key word there. I explained that going to confession is like, you go to the shame hole you tell the bad things you did to the priest and then he tells you to like crank out a couple Hail Marys and you're fine. And that you can yeah. like choose someone to be your like final confessor. If you're like, you know, you get run over by a, a four wheeler and you're like, uh, I have to explain where the body is so I can maybe go to heaven, but probably going to be purgatory. Like, <laughs> right, that kind of right. thing. And it also is just occurring to me, like, as you're describing the confessional process, which I have done many times, like, how fucking bullshit and superficial that is. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, I did this bad thing. Oh, just go, like, go say a Hail Mary, and then you're fine. It's like, no wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Go think hard about it. And you're like, I already am. That's why I'm telling you about it, stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. why do you th- – what do you th- – ugh. Well, you, you know, th- that's really interesting to me because we've been doing a Mad Men rewatch around here oh. and we're in the early seasons where there's a lot of confessional scenes. There's like a lot of contrast between the religious part of society and the advertising side. And I feel like over the years, as we've rewatched Mad Men a million times, I always fixate on those scenes and like talk talk to Will about how 
that's a really fascinating idea to me. Like as as a, someone that's never done it, like basically free community therapy, because really like whatever prescription you get from your priest is not the point. The Hail Marys are obviously ineffectual, but the idea that you have a space to like air those grievances, that's like that was always absent from my life. You know, you always had to hide something from your family or something from your friends or you you never had that release unless you could be in therapy. Right. But then I sort of like, I mean, yeah, I guess you can look at it as, as a priest, as someone who it's like creating a space to be listened to. But I think like the difference with therapy is that there's like trust there in vulnerability and like there, it's a different space than kind of like a confessional space. Like, I think, I don't know, there's a lot it's like, I can see the similarities, but like, I think there's like a big chunk of it missing, you know? There's also the HIPAA standard in therapy, whereas, you know, like once the priests are back at the, not the monastery, but the house that they live in, the rectory, (laughs) they're all just talking shit about every single one of their congregants. Like, I know that for a fact. I worked in one for two years. Wow. And they would shit talk. Really? Oh yeah. I was the like, uh, evening receptionist. So if people would come to like, I need to speak to the father. I'm like, oh, he's probably one bottle of wild Irish rose deep, but come on in. <laughs> Will, why did I never know this? And when did this happen? Kate, I never know- knew that either. I'm oh full of God. fucking surprises. Hello. Um, yeah, I would just uh, do my homework and then like people would call and I'm like, hi, what? Like, are we having church tomorrow? It's snowing. I'm like, I don't know. You can stay at home, but I need to, you don't actually need to do this every day. You could just come later. It's fine. Like <laughs> you got to do really only two a year and then see any, and then the rest you're fine. But like, it, I didn't last long. Yeah. Well, you know what? At the, at the end of the day, being a priest is just a job. Like it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me at all that they're like, they have their own gossip. Why wouldn't they? They're not immune sure. from that, you know? And yeah. the, the other thing that never occurred to me about confessional that you're both making me realize is that, it, yeah, the, it, the, without the HIPAA standard, there's no safety from your community either. So if the priests are right. gossiping amongst themselves and you let something slip that's serious, like say adultery, and then, you know, our, 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 what are you, a night watchman? Yeah, the night watchman of the rectory. The night yes. watchman of the rectory over here lets it slip to his mom who tells Cindy across the street. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so like, there's this yeah. whole echo effect of your laundry getting aired. I only trusted the deacon for some reason because he was like, oh, no, because he, he was like a marriage counselor. So, like, he was like the most tight-lipped out of all of them. He's like, oh, no, we're not talking about that. And the oh other my one. God. Yeah. I bet he had so many good stories. Oh. Also, Will, I feel like just like for I know it was a billion years ago, but I feel like night night watchman of the of the rectory should just be like a permanent line on your resume forever. <laughs> it definitely should be. Just, just actually, with no explanation. Just edit, like that. edit the res all the way back to like age thirteen. Just be yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the first thing on your CV under education should be 2003 <laughs> Nightman Night Watchman of the Rectory, and then t- you know 2010 CIA, 2012 Rutgers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I think after this, we're all gonna have to like spruce up our resumes, so might as well make it. You know? <laughs> right, right. You're gonna have to pad it a little bit. <laughs> no, you can't have it go more than one page. No one reads more than one page. Well, the whole world is going to be different after this. Like, for all we know, like, resumes are going to be 10 pages long. Like, you just, nothing is going Uh, to be the same, you know? Well, we're all going to work at Amazon. What are you talking about? Like, obviously. Uh, 
God, don't say that. That's like my dark cynical side is just like, oh, that's like, I want to believe that this is like going to make everything better. And in like my like sunshine moments, I do. But then I'm just like, I was talking about this with um, Ulrika the other day, just like, what if this just makes everybody work for like giant corporations? <sighs> and I don't, I don't know. Okay. They're, they're also going through some shit too. So, well, well, here I go. Ready? Uh oh. Yeah, um, I'm ready. You're right. I mean, that impulse is correct. Like, I I can't see from a material perspective any other uh, avenue out of that because just just like 2008, like when the economy's bad for regular people, it's really really good for corporations that are that large because they can scoop up things for cheap, right? And right. so now that this is happening for the second time in 10 years and given like the extremity of the COVID situation, that kind of consolidation is absolutely going to happen on every level in every industry. Um and on top of that, you have the millennials that are an entire generation without any assets at all. Um, so not only are we going to be work, working for large multinationals because they're the only jobs left, you'll be working from cradle to grave. Um, <laughs> I, I'm cock blocking the deep dive I, I, into the depression. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I, listen, I love the drops, but not in the middle of my points. No, I wanted to break up the point because I don't want to think about that that terrible dystopian future anymore so well but well but i but you know i can i can dig us out of this too like listen so that that might be true but i am really interested in in kate what you have to say about your optimistic moments because i have the same ones too so yes the material situation might get really bleak but that doesn't mean everything will so i'm curious what your impulses are like about that yeah i don't know i mean i guess like i'm just I'm seeing the ways in which like small communities are mobilizing to like to help or, you know, like that's one part of it. And that feels very kind of like positive and optimistic. And then also like seeing ways that smaller businesses are kind of adapting to this. Like, I feel like all I'm fucking talking about is workout videos, but like, you know, like small yoga studios are like everybody's going online, you know, or like people are finding ways like to, do classes digitally or, you know, these morning meditations I've been doing that are like 50 people are coming together to like do this. And it's like, I never would have gotten up that early and like got, you know, gotten on the subway to go do this thing before, before. So it's like, I think, I don't know, the, the positive moments are, are the ways that I'm seeing people adapt to this like impossible circumstance, you know? And I think like, I hope that those those sorts of things, which are making a lot of like services more accessible yeah. also to people. I was um, going to say ex- like, the accessibility conversation is going to yeah. be a world different because like totally any any ask is going to be like, uh-huh, we can make that work. Like that's right. it's not going to be, oh, that's unreasonable. It's like, no, of course. Why would we, you know, we're not going to not tell someone, oh, I have to work from home three days a week because you have kids or whatever. It's like, exactly. it's just going to be like, sure, go ahead. Yeah, it's been proven so false that that was ever impossible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know what's interesting, Kate, too? I've been really surprised the degree to which, like, the through Ulrika mostly, hearing it secondhand, that, like, the spiritual community and, and like, the the gym scene has been able to make this transition to doing it from home, like over zoom or whatever, so quickly and seamlessly. Totally. I, I wonder like, 
I don't know. Like, do you have any insight on that? Because I'm wondering what the correlation is between those things and being able to do that. And I don't know, other things that are more difficult to do over Skype or whatever. I mean, like, I just, I guess maybe the link is like where it's important to like gather practice with a community, you know what I mean? And so it's like where that's a necessity, you just are going to have to, with education too, you know, it's like, you just have to find ways to make that work. Um, And I think, I think it's very different, like, especially with the meditation stuff. Like if I'm just like, I can't practice on my own right now. Like my brain is just all over the place, but it's like, something about getting up and seeing all those faces and kind of like where it's really important to kind of be with other people, you know, like, and, and I don't like with yoga too, to some extent, like to, to kind of, to have the collective energy, like where that's the priority and it's not the priority isn't like productivity or like some other kind of angle, you know, like those are the things that are sort of thriving. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Are, are, is there any noticeable, um, uh, how do I want to say it? Is there any noticeable, like intuitive difference when you're not literally in the presence of other people when like the physical proximity and th- people's energy in that respect isn't available to you? Like, how is that affecting your meditation group, for example? Um, that's interesting. I don't like, I kind of don't think so. I mean, it's like, like, I don't know. And we can even look at it on a very individual level. It's like, it's like, yeah, seeing you guys like across a screen is like different than seeing you in person, but it is like, it's still like, I can still see you, you know, like it's satisfying. Like I can see your facial facial expressions. Like it's, um, there's some kind of like ability to like regulate that's not there just over phone or over text message. So I don't think it's like, I don't know. It's like, I'm also not kind of like, like hugging people in my meditation classes or yeah. like having that kind of physical contact. So in a way, like the screen thing feels, I don't know. You're still getting that like weirdly like that Lacanian, like other image situation. Like, so the itch in your brain is being scratched, but all the basal yeah. sense of connection isn't, but your brain is like, we don't care about that right now. Like we just need the, the synapses to fire on the recognition plane. Yeah. When I, when I really zoom out on that idea, like it it makes me wonder if part of my like maladaption to this situation is that I'm just clinging to a world that's irrelevant now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you don't actually need like, well, I was going to say you don't like need like hormonal interactions or things like smell or taste to be shared. But like, I, I guess I fear the loss of those things like so tremendously that I'm even resistant to doing video calls with my, with my friends at this point, because I'm so distracted by the lack of things that I can't appreciate what I do have. Like what you just said, I can still see you, you know, we can have a sort of dynamic, but I'm distracted by the idea that like, I don't know that I can't smell you or whatever. Yeah. That sounded really yeah. creepy. Yeah, apologize. that was <laughs> hold please. 
<laughs> now I suddenly feel I'm like happy you can't smell me. And <laughs> like, oh, Trust screen me, distance. Sister, me too. <laughs> screen distance. Lovely. I literally, I can't remember to put on deodorant anymore. I always am like, what's that smell at some point around like 3 p.m. when I've been gaming for like six hours? And, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I ran and I didn't shower. And then, and then I, yeah, I just, it's awful. What does it say about me that I can't even notice anymore? You know, I don't notice your smells either. I think that's just... Have you ever come home from a long trip into your apartment and suddenly you realize what it smells like? Yes, totally. So we've lost that completely, but... (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I do think there is, like, there's a lot of surrender in this, you know, like, in this whole process. Like, it doesn't... Like, clinging to things is painful. And it's, like, if you can sort of, like... It's, I don't know, like, yeah, if you can kind of let go, even just for right now of the, of like how things like used to be, you know what I mean? Or like, it's not that we'll never have that again, or we'll never have some version of it, but it's just like being with how, being with how we can interact now, you know what I mean? In this moment is this, and like, it's just what it is, you know, but like, if I'm like, if I'm doing this with you guys, I'm like, I'm just thinking about how much better it would be if we were like, I don't know, all at Marco's, like having beers together or right, something exactly. like that. I'm like, you know, like, yeah, that would be great. I'm like excited to do that again. But it's like, but this is what it is now. And like, this is, this is like a great, perfect thing because it's like, it's what's happening, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It gives, you know, it, it, it gives me some historical awareness of what like a previous pandemic must have been like without this. Yeah. Like, can you totally. imagine how horrifying it would be when you don't have any internet at all? Like, God. like setting aside video calls or like whatever we're doing here. It's just uh, incredible to imagine. But at the same time, people would have been more used to that anyway. So yes, I actually had that exact same thought today. And I was just like, yeah, like people, I was like, Oh, what did people do without, you know, being able to binge Tiger shows on Netflix, but it's just like, I don't know. They probably like wrote letters to each other and did the same shit that they they used to do. You know, like it's, I don't know. Um, Yeah. They would do that thing of like, it's kind of what happens now when people are like, Hey, I'm passing by, uh, wave out the window. But you know, obviously you'd send like your horse or like dog just be like go up there and let them know that we're here and then you stand at like the fence and then you go hey <laughs> yeah, how's right. it going okay great don't touch me stay uh, six feet um you know knock boot not not knock boots that's a different meaning but like people were people were foot, <laughs> people were foot handshaking instead of doing the elbow thing because at a certain point everyone's like everyone is coughing into their elbows why are we tapping elbows that's the dumbest oh, yeah. shit. That okay. lasted three days. I was like, "Can we not?" I will. I'd <laughs> oh, rather yeah. just shake your goddamn hand than like pass away. Like this is yeah. embarrassing for all of us. Even the <laughs> even the foot tap at this point is like that's too close. You can't do that. Well, what do you what are you supposed to do? Like just go like, Ugh. yeah, that's exactly what you do. Ugh. The hat you, tip you is tip going your, to return. Tip your <laughs> Ooh, I like that a lot. You know, you are turning into a gamer, fusing to your. Yes, computer I, chair i'm going to turn into like a steampunk top hat guy where i just have like a like an ace of spades in my top hat all the time he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna be this i feel like i'm very impressed by your uh your board game sort of setup is that kind of like the main activity that you guys have been communing for in the house uh we we haven't done it in a couple of nights but yeah yeah 
pretty much. It, it's it seems like a in my opinion, it seems like like a healthier kind of hang than just watching TV or something. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of both because something's always on in the background or whatever. But it's both uh, relaxing and stimulating. You know, it's a good yeah, it's a good socializing activity when there's nothing else to do. Yeah. It's a lot less like, you know, like it's a true like cocktail hour activity. Like, and you realize like why board games exist, like what the origins of them are. You're like, oh, this is what they were designed for is like, ah, gather around the table, pour a spirit, exercise your brain, and then you can retire to the couch and watch Stupid Tiger Show or whatever the fuck. Right. And this amounts of Jeopardy. Um, And it's more civilized. It's a way of retaining some semblance of civilization. Well, you, I'm like, are, go ahead. are you guys like mixing like, I know you're doing like a, um, a Cosmo inspired cocktail in what appears to be like a highball glass. So it's like, you're really kind of turning it on its head, but like, are you doing like other kinds of like fancy drinks or? Uh, well, when, when budget and resources allow, yeah, like we sure. did, we did like a weird sort of Bobo Tom Collins mm. like a week ago. Yeah. Occasionally. Yes. Um, but we're typically a wine household, so the liquor is like a treat. But yeah, when it yeah. comes along, we do try to improvise something out of it. I think you have to have like one treat drink, and then your usual. This is the musings of a you know really uh, really strong Irish Catholic alcoholic. So you need your one treat drink. So whether that's like you know like Tito's in a tall glass, or if it's like Tom Collins, or like even just cold gin uh you know you need something well, i would like to receive like a copy of your quarantine cocktails like if you end up making that a zine i would like oh like, that's a great like, idea like, thank you tito's in a glass like that's pretty yeah gin <laughs> in a cup it. cold <laughs> yeah it's a churchill but she call it the lockdown <laughs> <laughs> that uh, done challenge accepted i accept this challenge mm-hmm. and i will do it do I have paper? I do have paper. I have I have <laughs> resume paper and thesis paper because you know how we all had to print our, you know, massive Rutgers theses. Oh God! Yeah, still got ages fucking four hundred and eighty pages of that. So like, wow. well, you guys send me your theses. Oh yeah, if I can find mine, I think I have mine. I'll I'll send it to you. I, I was actually not. I read that maybe two years ago. Yeah, and. At that time, I was surprisingly shocked how not bad it was. Oh, that's good. You you explained that you did kind of cheat a little. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't remember explaining that. You did the voice record. Oh, you yeah, didn't type anything. You just spoke it, and then it typed, and then that's edited. Genius. That's so interesting to to say on the podcast because it never occurred to me before. But yes, I was proto podcasting. I was I would sit in my studio and do like hour or two long sessions where I would just monologue, and then I would wow. comb through that and basically just edit it for grammar, and that would be a page. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, I don't write often now, and when I do, it's just like in the form of little notes on my phone or whatever, but it is a useful device. Like, if you ever need to write at length and, you know, because for me, I'm not into the outlining process. I don't like structured writing. It doesn't It doesn't work yeah. for me. I can't arrange my ideas like that. So it's a, just another way of sort of sketching out something where you get a lot of content pretty easily. 
yeah, go back and read your undergrad thesis if you really want to scare the shit out of yourself. Because I came across, I came, I came across that that shit show one day and was like, oh, I was dumb. <laughs> People thought I was bright. No, I was <laughs> dumb. Shit. Oh yeah, those are some. I'm happy that like I think those uh those formats are not archival, so it's like I can't. I can no longer open my like communications 101 papers which is just better for <laughs> better That's for good. everyone oh man Oof. wait kate you went to you went to school for art history originally right i went to school for advertising so <gasps> circling back to wait, circling what? back to madness i didn't yeah. know this wait, yeah what yeah, guys, huh. I'm not a real artist. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Wait, so yeah. like, so like, you probably had to do like game theory then. No? Wait, what? Like, no, no maybe not. So no. So no. Okay, so no. But like, what I like, what are those like, I can't even imagine what those like class titles are. So I was on the like, I did, my major was, it was like, my major was in community, my major was communications. And then, um, like the sub division was advertising. And then the subdivision of that was like the creative side. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I don't know. We just like made a lot of really awful, like, you know, these were like very early versions of Photoshop advertisements where all of the like old professor, like make the logo bigger, make the logo bigger. And it was yeah, just right. like, that was it, you know? So it was like, I did that and like graphic design. And then I took, I took art classes and stuff, but it was like, and they pepper in I was psychology. like, yeah, I'm going to be an ad man, you know? And right. then it didn't, didn't work out. <laughs> you, well, without giving too much weight, you do work in Midtown though. So it did get you somewhere. You got, it's true. You got close <laughs> to Madison Avenue. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so it sounds like the the quote creative side, at least from a visual perspective, you end up just being a graphic designer in the end. Like you're just learning basic like typesetting rules and compositional things. And oh yeah, that's totally. And like when you like um, in those classes, you're always working in groups, and there's somebody who's doing who's like on the creative side also, but is doing like the copywriting, and then someone that you know. So it's like I basically was like doing graphic design without being like a graphic design major you right, know right yeah because when i hear creative uh, in the context of rewatching Mad Men, i'm thinking like <laughs> oh you're like paul kinsey or something you're doing like some highfalutin copy editing while you smoke a pipe yeah i mean that was basically my college experience <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like leave me alone i'm on my couch with a bottle of scotch leave me alone i'm thinking <laughs> this is thinking oh, uh, i gotta rewatch Mad Men. it's been a while it's the episodes are also super long, so you don't, like, burn through them. Yeah, yeah. It takes a long time to rewatch, for sure. I'm, like, I'm watching Sopranos now for the first time. So oh. that's, like, my, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're in for yeah. a treat. I watched Sopranos for the first time maybe two years ago. Th that's it's, amazing. It's great. Yeah. I'm on, like, I'm on season 6B, so I'm, like, almost finished. Um, Ooh, yeah. And it, like, got a little dark, so I was, like, had to take a, you know, like, when it that. got really dark, like, coincided with the onset of COVID, and I was, oh, like, I can't boy. do Sopranos right now, so, but I'm back into it, and I'm, like, committed to finishing. Um, yeah, so it's good to have, like, a longer form drama that's, like, very engaging to, to watch right now. Oh, definitely. You've never seen Sopranos, right? I'm not a fan. <laughs> I... 
I don't not like. A fan? How I don't do you know. There's something because I watched the first season. And I was like, this is not doing it for me. Like it's a little like. Well, even for like Carmela's outfits, like I will yes. watch the whole, the whole thing for her outfits and hair. It's I mean, like, I'm here for her like you know, Guido shades of vanilla outfit extravaganza. <laughs> like I'm always here for that. But like when it gets to what's her face. What's the what's the girlfriend's name who dies? Adriana. Wow! No. Uh, wow! Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Geez. Wait. How do you know that? <laughs> I grew up in the time when it was yeah, on. Like right, you know, right. like you read things. Um. You know, like that's there's like that like archetype of trash that I'm like a little like oh I don't like that. You know, I'm realizing something about you right now because Kate. Recently, we tried to, or well, we did rewatch Goodfellas, but Will is really uh, dismissive of that genre. I'm realizing I don't like mob you don't really? like mob movies. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, you couldn't get through The Irishman. You don't like that shit. It's not my. It's not my flavor. I don't know why. What, Will? What is your genre? Like number one. <sighs> drag videos on youtube number one <laughs> number two is uh early 2000s wb shows and number three would maybe be like mm, unexpected dorky things okay Wait, so guys i like this like this like know you boo thing yeah. that you're doing like if we could just like, like i feel like that could be a whole podcast i do like you're right i do like like that certain level of like comedy dramedy kind of style is actually like i do enjoy that like we'll have a heartwarming but it's mostly a giggle fest and then okay. did i spend about four hours today watching like legend of zelda walkthroughs there you yes go. i did yeah i mean <laughs> i was like i want a switch but i shouldn't buy a switch so i'm gonna watch people play it and get my satisfaction that way oh interesting did, was that a, was that a can you say that again kate you cut out real quick Oh, I said, was that effective? Did you like, did it? Yeah, it worked. Was watching people play Switch enough? Yeah, it actually was. It was kind of enough. I was like, we have video games. I could have just turned one on and I was like, nah, I'd rather have someone else do the hard part. Uh, you know, this this is a thing, like, especially for older millennials, there's an entire category of like fandom and online culture that revolves around people that only watch video games and don't play them. What? Do you think that's like analogous to like watching like I really like watching um like cooking shows specifically people I mean like British baking or like watching people you know bake or make really extravagant cakes and like I do like doing that stuff myself but it also like scratches the itch to watch someone do it. Is it like a similar thing? Yeah, it's kind of like like I do the same th- like this is probably bad but I will if I'm hungry, but I know I shouldn't, like, I didn't deserve, like, <laughs> no. a meal, like, I'll watch a cooking show and be like, I ate with my eyes. We're fine. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, pound the rest of the Grana Padana because I, like, watched someone, like, I watched, uh, you know, Ina make a little a spread for Jeffrey. Oh, my God. That's, what a, like, modern diet. You're just like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You've never scrolled seamless uh, instead of ordering? Say, like, yeah. I have done this a lot. <laughs> I'm well practiced at this. It'll well, be like, I'm just gonna start like texting you pictures of like of food, so you can just have a little snack during the day. <laughs> feel like you deserve it, That's like as a treat. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind that. I'd be like, huh, oh, that does work. Uh huh. 
I remember a certain night where it was like super late, like after 2 a.m. or something, and I caught Will scrolling seamless. And like, I know that he does that, but even in that moment, I was like, you realize nothing, you can't get it. But it was, it didn't matter. That's not the point. Yeah. You were just watching a video game. Yeah. My brain is a scary, scary place. (laughs) So, like, you know, certain things work for it. And it's like, well, that's eating. Yeah, totally. I feel like watching anybody do anything competently that you're vaguely interested in is always satisfying. Like, why is that, do you think? Do you think because it makes you feel like you've, like, participated in the in the act of doing it and so like what what is happening because i like i agree with you like i think that it is it does work but i can't like pinpoint why that is you know i think you're right that to some extent it simulates participation or i don't even think that's the right word but if you get the gist like yeah yeah, you're sort of projecting onto the person doing it so it does scratch the like uh wanting to move around quality of doing a task but on the other hand like you're also learning something which is why i always like doing it is that you know what to do next time when you decide to do it or you can just notice a pattern in somebody's gameplay that is interesting or you want to emulate i don't know i think it's like uh it's educational but like watching bob ross as painter person i'm like not for me like it doesn't actually work that's true. Mm-hmm. I agree about Bob Ross. There's too. something about like, or even like those Instagram things that are like, watch us do an art. And you're like, please don't. Please get this away from yeah, me. Yeah, but do you think that's because that's too close to home? You know, it's like, I also don't, like, I think Bob Ross is like relaxing, but watching him doesn't like, I can't watch him and be like, I don't need to go to the studio. Like, I just watched him, you know, paint in a cloud. But it's like, I feel like because the, like the cooking video or whatever is not like, is not like my thing you know it's like it's not my main thing i'm not so close to it like that that can be that that can be satisfying but i agree with you yeah i think you i think you have to be able to watch it with limited judgment right like that's part of the reason it might be educational too is that you don't know enough about it to be too critical of it but like bob ross is hard to watch because you know he's just using hokey tricks and then yeah, he's not totally. that good of a painter. But... Sometimes he throws a hokey trick and you're like, you you sly bastard. Ooh. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. Bob Rost is a master of hokey tricks, but that's what he's a master of. He's not a master painter in the like artistic sense. He's yeah. a master of like shorthand. Yeah. Like being really good at like uh, writing notes or something. Hmm. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I watch the Bon Appetit things because I'm like, oh, I could feasibly do these things and look at Andy Baragani. Like, hello, it's a twofer. Right. Scratching multiple itches. All the Scratching itches. all the itches. Just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I could have a ghost moment with that man making <laughs> pasta. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you guys see the me- the meme from Ghost of uh, where Patrick Swayze is making the uh, the... That's from Ghost, right? Where he's making the pot with the woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's, so they're both their hands are intertwined, all covered in clay. And uh, over Patrick Swayze's head, it says Trump. And over the, the lady's head, it says Democrats. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> that makes me angry. Uh... And what's the ghost of Whoopi going? Like, what, they... You know, they're doing the view over Zoom now. 
I learned really? this today from from posts on Reddit. But yeah, like all those I, I don't watch those shows, so I don't know. But all of those like morning shows are doing social distancing. So they're doing all their interviews virtually and all the hosts are in their homes. It's crazy. That's so I feel like they're doing that on late. I don't know, like late yeah. night shows, too, or just do it like everybody's doing everything remotely. And I feel I mean, I had no desire to watch like the view or anything beforehand, but like even less so on that kind of platform. I think even Joy Behar is like, we're not doing this. I don't know how to do it. And I'm not. <laughs> oh my like, God. She's I... like missing from like, the, like they just choose not to do it some days. They're like, no, like, eh. yeah, they, you know, they're just skipping episodes, but like, yeah, I mean, those shows are incredibly reliant on being images and incredibly reliant on aesthetics. So if the hosts aren't looking their best and they don't have the like electric acting chemistry that they right. have in a studio that I can't imagine they work at all. Yeah, and even thinking about, like, in a larger sense, like, I don't know, like, reality television or, like, scripted television or, like, I mean, who fucking knows how long this is going to go on? You know, like, what is the, like, what's the alternative content? Or is there just, like, so much, like, backlog of content in the pipeline that it's, like, not even going to skip a beat, you know? It's... There is a backlog. Like, think about, like, the rush of things hitting Netflix right now. It's like, and yeah. like, there's plenty of things on the docket, but, like, you have to keep feeding the entertainment beast. So, like, things that were supposed to come out in fall are going to be like, well... Yeah, they've basically, major movie-wise, they've just pushed back all the schedules. So, everything that was supposed to come out from, like, March... Uh, to now or whatever whenever this lifts will just come out over the summer and so on and so on it, that's an interesting idea though kate because there's a lot of levels to that like it's going to rearrange the logistics of not only when things come out for consumers but like how do you make a movie if the actors can't be in the room right yeah and like right. what kind of forms that we don't even we can't describe yet are going to come along as a result of having to reorient all creativity to zoom basically totally totally because even like even when this is like quote unquote over there's still going to be this like reintegration period you know what i mean yeah. and all of those like yeah all of those mediums are dependent on large groups of people working together and it's like um yeah i don't know we've even like without disclosing where i work been talking about it like at the museum you know yeah. like if you in terms of like arranging a work for photography and like needing art handlers and like, okay, well, what if they allow some of us to go back to work, but like we can only do solo work. So it's like, then we're only photographing stuff that we ourselves can handle and don't need other people to be in the same space. Like it's just very interesting logistically how the, everything is going to have to be modified, you know? Yeah. I think you're going to end. That's really interesting. I think you're going to end up seeing a lot of things where people kind of work in limited teams. So you were right. already kind of describing that, but like a more complicated sculpture, for example, three or four art handlers, bring it into the room, exit the room, the photographer enters the room, you know, but that, that begs a lot of interesting questions because there's collaboration all along all of those chains that usually happens impromptu. That's going right. to be slowed down and sort of systematized differently. Yeah. Cause what if you're like, uh, we need to turn the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, ugh, someone go get someone. I'll, I'll leave, get him, send him in. Then, you know, like, so like the max of the room is never hit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, this is just like pure art handler talk, but it's interesting from a museum perspective because museums kind of already do this anyway, not in terms of the social distancing, but they allow a lot more time and are a lot more regimented about like how to handle art and like what the protocols are. It's really right. interesting from a gallery art handler perspective because the entire pace of the operation has to get slowed down somehow. And they are yeah. not going to be able to adapt. The salespeople are not going to be able to adapt to that well. They will not take right. that well. And like you guys, like even in terms of, I mean, I guess just thinking about it from, yeah, from an imaging perspective, it's totally different. Like you guys don't have kind of a collection that you can, you know, or it's like if you're hanging a show, there's like so many kind of hands involved in that. And there's yeah. not, I don't know. It's like, I mean, maybe there are ways to kind of break that down and do that differently. But um, yeah, it's just, again, like everything, nothing is going to like go back to how it was you know no not at all yeah what you got will yeah i don't i mean i don't i got no i'm just thinking like of 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 retail world that you're just gonna be yeah like, here you go yeah like i can't help you i mean truly can't help you i can shout at you like six feet away but like don't what, you think what from a retail do? perspective you're gonna start to see the onslaught of more kiosks like they were already doing at like fast food restaurants that'll just become a thing because eliminate the cashier like maybe you have one floor person for passing items around but that can mostly happen in the back room anyway. I think what you'll start to see are like, you know, the annoying pop-ups on shit where it's like, hi, I noticed you're taking a little time looking at that page. Can I help you? Like, there will just actually be real people like with a picture like, hey, how's it going? Like, you need help see, making a decision? I like, like I, I don't that. know. I'm like very into that. I'm just like, I'll do it from the comfort of my own. Like, I don't know. Well, how do you feel about that? Like, do you like the kind of like one-on-one -on -one connection or do you feel like it could seamlessly migrate to like an online? People would have to get used to the idea that it wasn't like a bot, like that it would right, have to be like right, a video right. chat that would be automatic. Be like, Hey, how you doing? You need to talk to somebody. Cool. And most of the time people are like, no, I'm online shopping. This is just browsing for 20 minutes for funsies. Like, but you do that anyway, if you go, out into the world you are like no yeah. i'm window shopping but thank you like it'll just be like boop and then minimize. oh that's in yeah you're right i guarantee you you'll see that yeah but brick and mortar retailers across every field are like no we need to have presences like physical right. presence and they're going to be very uh you know resistant to going mostly digital Right. But we were kind of talking about this earlier, like certain segments of society are somewhat resistant to these ideas and others and others aren't like it's it, it's not a question of whether they like it or not. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's incredibly creepy, speaking of like virtual things and algorithms. So I showed this to Will yesterday, but I got a notification on my phone. You have an iPhone, right? Yes. That is you have a new memory. Are you familiar with that phenomenon? Like from, from your iPhoto thing? Yes. Yes. But you get like an edited video? I My my mom sent me one the other day. It was just like of me. She was like, look at this. And I was like, it was like all these really bad pictures that she just has on her phone of me like montaged together with like Ken Burns like in between. Yeah, and it was exactly. just like, but like yeah, it was great. where do those come from? Because I don't get them. I got well I got oh, really? No. I got my first one of them yesterday and it's it was a portrait collection like your mom sent you but it was just of a friend of mine good friend of mine but yeah. it it made it made me realize that it only is prompted to do that when you've collected enough 
material of the certain person and that probably Apple can confirm that you're still friends or family with them, like that they're not dead and that you still keep in touch with them. Because otherwise it would be really upsetting to receive one of like somebody that committed suicide or whatever. So they're obviously trying to avoid that through their other like data collection stuff. Do you think so? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I did a little research on it after I got it because I was like, how long has this been going on? Like what? This is fucking uncanny, right? Right. And it they've been doing it for a couple of years. And at first it was making a lot of mistakes, but it doesn't really anymore. Like, it, it, they are using machine learning somehow to streamline it. Yeah. And, like, it's creepy to me, but I still engage with it. Like, the ways in which we're teaching computers to do machine learning. Like, one example, um, I went to this, like, technology conference this year. And um, they said that, like, so, you know, when you kind of go to a website and they're just, like, prove that you're not a robot, like, click on all the on all the squares that feature like a, a traffic light. Those are hard. And so you do. And then it's like, and then it's like, <laughs> you're teaching Google to know what a, what a traffic light is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like in that thing. And like in the same way, like when I'm on my phone and just like, I don't know if I don't have internet on the subway and feel like I'm losing my mind, I'll just like play in my photos and then go and kind of like, you know, they'll be like, is this this person? Is this this person? And you can go, it's like you're teaching your phone who the like, who the entity is, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Because like the AI stuff is so, it's like, it's interesting what it can and cannot do. And it's like, it's very advanced, but it still needs like a human sort of hand to kind of filter through everything. So it's like, it's only useful to a point basically. Right. And so we, we, we are like teaching, we are teaching the robot how to like know things, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you, you saw a similar, um, a similar pattern in what happened with CGI in movies, right? Where mm -hmm. when they first started using it, it wasn't realistic. It took you out of the movie. Then it got uncanny. And yeah. then it, then we accepted it as realistic. And I feel totally. like with the machine learning stuff, we're at the uncanny stage now. Because yeah. you, when you get that edited video from Apple of, like, your, quote, memory or whatever, <laughs> you're like, this is not a – this is really fucked. Like, I don't appreciate this. It feels viscerally bad. But did yeah. it do its intended job? Did you not – text him immediately after and be like what the fuck is this yeah yep. I, I, <laughs> it did its job of like yeah, connecting you're like closing you. the loop yeah. for uh -huh. it you I, know i was like i sent it to the friend that it was of immediately because i was like hey my creepy phone sent this to me but it was really heartwarming actually here it is you know yeah. so it, yeah it's yeah. training us and we're training it yeah um, well then it's also like there's probably some kind of tag on that phone on that album so when you send it to him it like bounces and is like that's the phone number for that person with that image. Well, what it tells, I'm ah! sh I'm sure, but what what it also tells the AI is that it worked. Yeah. That whatever yep. edit you just made was a successful one, so it'll go in that direction rather than an unsuccessful one that's never shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Trevor's got a fucking busted ass pixel, so maybe it, it didn't escape the loop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like iMessage it's only. The yeah. only way, like Android, is the only way to sort of block this, like Apple A uh -huh. takeover. Yeah. It's like green bubble. Ugh, we don't send those pictures <laughs> to pores. Mm. Oh man. Well, Kate, you've been plenty generous with your time. It's really nice to talk to you and hang out Thanks, with you. But we're it was well. Thank you. you too. 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, long, this was long great. Time, long time listener, so happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> yeah, it was um, amazing. Yeah, take, take care and be well, guys. Yeah, you yeah. too, Kate. You'll get a recipe book uh, hopefully soon. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> okay. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.